0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Morning. Welcome into 106.7 The Fan. Happy Saturday to you. Scott Jackson here with you. We'll be here till 10 o'clock this morning as we have a lot of things to get to. College football Saturday. You've got uh, the Wizards back at it tonight. You're coming off uh, a big night for Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals, another road win. Uh, we'll get to that here momentarily. And, of course, the GOAT, Tom Brady, rolls into FedEx Field on Sunday after the bye week. Um, a struggling Washington team uh, beat up as well. A beat-up Buccaneers team comes into town. We'll uh, discuss whether or not there is a glimmer of hope. Is there any hope? Do I have anything? As Steve Spurrier was us at, once asked, is there anything you can give uh for hope moving into the next season um at two and six the short answer right now is probably no but anyway i'll do my damnedest uh, coming up here later on this morning so good to be with you um again be here till 10 today get to phone calls perhaps this morning if anybody's actually up and about uh and he needs to get something off the chest 800-636-1067 800-636-1067 uh is the number but i want to start with alex Ovechkin. look i it's just like, and I did this stuff for a long, long time on the, on the weekdays and um, a few different markets, and I get it and did it here. I love it. But, you know, we kind of like to get into the negative because that's the stuff that sells, right? Because that's what really moves the emotion. Something you don't like it, you hate it, you know, or what have you. And that's what moves your emotions. It gets more response, yada, yada, yada. And of course, in this town, a lot of it usually is centered around football, and that's usually negative. Uh, all too often over the last you know two plus decades. So I get it, I get it, I, I get it. I know how the bills are paid, and I know what the interest level is. I've, I've seen all those things. However, here here's a turn today because you know last night you have Alex Ovechkin, who you know should be praised as the Capitals win four to three, passes Brett Hall in the all time goals list. He is um, got twelve in the season, by the way, seven forty two in his career, all here with the Capitals, which is just incredible. Moves past Hall. He's got Yamir Yager, former capital great. <laughs> Just kidding. But he was a former capital. Uh, third on the all time list now, 24 away. And on that pace that he's on right now, he could certainly do that this season. And after that, you know, look, it's not out of the realm of possibility, as strong and as physically fit as Obi is, that you got Gordie Howe at 801. And then of course the holy grail which is you know Wayne gretzky the 894. Uh, that's down the road obviously still but it's possible it's reachable for a guy that looks like he could play uh for several more years and wants to play for several more years but it, you know as in this i think this is especially relevant with brady at fedex tomorrow who's a wonder at his age and at his level of play uh, and at that position You know, Ovechkin's 36, and I know he looks older because of the gray hair, and oh, yeah, because he's been doing it so long here with the Capitals. But, you know, I think most of the fans that go to the games care um, and understand the value of Alex Ovechkin in year 17 and what he's meant here. But, you know, somebody who's lived here most of his life grew up here and, you know, has been a D.C. sports fan, you know, for my generation, the only thing I can equate it to in terms of a guy that, you know, you just maybe, uh, you know, maybe you get a little bit just, you know, you, maybe you forget about too much and just kind of take him for granted would be Daryl Green. I mean, that's the only one. And, and Daryl was really good. He was a multi-pro bowler. He's a Hall of Famer. But this guy is on a different level than all that. I mean, we're, I'm not going to have the all-time great conversation here, but in terms of my lifetime, and I did see Gretzky. I mean, he's called the great one for a reason. Different era, different kind of style. Of play goalie pads a lot smaller, uh, but anyway, th- what Alex Ovechkin has done is just phenomenal and should be appreciated. And fortunate to have him here. And the fact that he keeps going and good time to be Ted Leonsis. You got Alex Ovechkin doing he's doing. Caps are playing well as they usually do in the regular season. We'll save the postseason conversation for the postseason. Um, at eight two and four, but they, you know, are you know, this guy's continues to. Not disappoint. I mean, he's got his moments, you know, where he doesn't, you know, his struggle a little bit. He had a little bit of a goal, uh, goalless streak for a while. He didn't get a shot off in the game the other night against uh, Detroit. But then last night comes back with a vengeance, gets the goal, they get the win most importantly. Uh, and By the way, I mean, this, this game, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> Hathaway is really the star of the game. I mean, with the two goals and his first two of the season at the right time but let's get to a little bit of what Ovi had to say after yet another milestone passing the great Brett Hall
2: you're now in sole possession of fourth place on the all-time list just what does that mean to you uh I would say it's uh it's means a lot um when you start playing hockey um and you came to NHL you know it felt like you're gonna be in that uh, uh position and uh with uh, those names, but uh, you know, it's a special moment uh, for me, for my parents, my brother, my wife, kids, obviously, and uh, you know, um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty huge, and uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's happy right now. I know you didn't really want to look ahead before, but now Yager is the next one on this list. Uh, just game by game. You guys come out on the road and sweep a couple of back-to-backs. What, what did that mean for you guys as a group, especially with missing so many key pieces? Yeah, obviously a uh, great battle. Um, you know um, uh, Again, I don't think we have a pretty good start, but uh, um, we just keep uh, playing the same way, playing our game and uh, uh, get a result. Obviously, um, half goals was huge. Um, Give us kind of uh, momentum and uh, but giving them credit, they uh, didn't stop playing. They bounced back and uh a great goal, a huge goal and, uh, you know, uh, huge two points. I mean, you guys come in here uh, having played last night and they've been off since Saturday, but it seems like you, you guys
1: uh, held your own with them in the third period. They didn't have you know, more legs than you guys
2: uh, I think we just uh, tried to play simple. I think we have a very good plan, uh, offensive zone, defensive zone, and uh Neutral zone. So um, we try to uh, uh, use our experience, use uh, um, the kind of situation what we have out there. And uh, if we have a chance, we go. If not, we're just uh, going to wait.
1: There you go, Alex Ovechkin after uh, last night's milestone and the Capitals win. He didn't think they were off to a great start. And um, interesting to hear him say that they play Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Uh, back at home, the 7 o'clock face-off as uh the capitals try to keep the winds going after getting a couple on the road uh and needed and and a good point there too i mean columbus had been off for a week and uh didn't well six days and didn't obviously have the fresher legs late as the capitals are uh, able to get the w and move on but i mean in in terms again ovechkin hopefully the appreciation factor only grows as these milestones get knocked down and I mean, I think there has been. I mean, again, it's been the best ticket in town for several, several, several uh, seasons going now, a couple decades now going almost. And, you know, this is not what it was, you know, for those of us that are old enough, sadly, uh, to remember uh, the Cap Center days, you know, when it was barren. It was uh, very barren out there, and it was not a very good team in the early years. And then they had some good years, you know, in terms of at least getting the postseason, a lot of heartbreak, obviously, in the postseason. Some things have not changed there, you know, despite the Cup championship. You still have a lot more heartbreak than than championships at this point. But they've had, you know, to think that time it would be here and you'd have a once-in-a-generation type of goal scorer and a guy that's going to go around as one of the all-time greats, uh, you know, as, you know, it's, it's awesome to see. So... You know, hanging their kids. hanging their kids. Things can change. Uh, if you're, <laughs> if you're down and out about uh, some of the other franchises in town, look at the, look at the Wizards. They flipped it around in a year. Can they keep doing it? Yeah, it's something we'll deal with later on with uh, with our buddy Chase Hughes. But that's uh, really been remarkable uh, to see Ovechkin. And again, I just yeah, I, I said this for I don't know how many years ago now. To me, for me, and I know this is blasphemy for a lot of my. People of my generation, they don't like to hear it, but he's the number one guy in terms of athletes in in town that I've grown up with. I mean, he is. He's the guy. I mean, he's, you know, all-time list, won a championship now, check. Okay, that's off the list. Hopefully he can get another. It would be nice to see him hold the cup one more time at least or at least make a hell of a deep run in the postseason and not be a one and done -er again. But he's it. I mean, you know, I love Daryl Green, was on multiple Super Bowl teams. But again, it, it's a different thing when you're the guy every single night as as Alex Ovechkin is for the Capitals. And we haven't had a player like that on the Wizards. Um, you obviously have, you know, had some good players in the Nats. Don't keep any of them, it doesn't seem like. But, you know, I've had some really good players one World Series. They're too young of a franchise to really compare there. And, you know, this is it. I mean, this, the continuity part of it. You know, again, it shouldn't be taken for granted because once it's over with him, it's probably going to be a long, long time, if ever. And I mean, I hope that the, you know, the arrogant so-and-so is up in Boston understand this now after, you know, going on two full years without Tom Brady, who we'll see tomorrow in person, understand it as well. I mean, and that's even more ridiculous. But, you know, guys that, you know, are with one franchise that long and it's such a high level of success you know, it would have been disgusting to see, you know, oh, if go to the Rangers or, I don't know, the Kings or something. You know what I mean? Which is one of these, you know, franchises that would, you know, kind of like Gretzky. I mean, as great as it was at Edmonton, I mean, he obviously played for multiple franchises after that. You know, the Kings trade, of course, there was some weird circumstances because of the ownership thing. But the fact that he'll be able to do it with one team, even if he isn't the all-time leading goal scorer ever, if he could just finish his career with the Capitals, which appears he will after the most recent contract this offseason, I mean, he should be able to do whatever the hell he wants um, from here. On. Not that he can anyway. But, I mean, they, you know, if he wants to have a statue. They should put up a statue if we, we still do those kind of things. There's got to be a – I don't even know what you do for Alex Ovechkin once he retires from the Capitals. I mean, you really got to start planning that now because I don't know if you can do something that uh, really, really, really um, can – you know, kind of signify what he was and is for the franchise whenever that day comes. But we got time for that, to worry about that. I'll let uh, the folks at Monumental start working on that. I don't need to worry about it. But it has um, been remarkable to watch, a lot of fun to watch. Oh, you know, yeah, by the way, it was a good win last night. And the hated Penguins uh, tomorrow night for the Capitals. But, again, he lives up his advertising. It would be cool to see him pass Yager this year, get that out of the way. And, look, 36 goals – not a crazy, not a not a crazy ask by any means for uh, Alex Ovechkin. So I think that's very much in the uh, in the crosshairs for him to do this season. I mean, especially when you look at uh, his recent uh, seasons. You know, last year in just forty five games, I think he had twenty four goals. And the last, you know, sort of full season, the you know nineteen twenty season, he had uh, forty eight goals. And obviously, back when they we're full schedule in the 1819 season. He had over 50. So I definitely... It was crazy, by the way, the 19-20 the season. He missed, like, a lot of games. He missed, you know, double-digit games. I want to say he missed, what, 14 games that year. Yeah, now that I'm doing the math. And still had 48 goals. That's incredible. That's an cred- incredible season. So, again, tip of the cap to the grade 8. People lucky enough to have tickets tomorrow night and enjoy it. I'm sure they'll do a little ceremony perhaps before the game, a little highlight package, and people will get to uh, cheer him on on the home ice. All right. Um, we'll get to the other goat that'll be competing on Sunday, Tom Brady. And is there any reason for optimism? I can't think of any right now, Andy. All right. So there's my Steve Spurrier for the morning. All right. So, uh, John Gruden is um, out of work with the Raiders. You might have heard about this. Uh, This all stemming from the Washington football email probe. Somehow, someway, John Gruden lost his uh, career over all this stuff. And his email is getting flushed out by somebody what appears to be in the NFL office. Certainly, he feels that way. And he is suing, not just the NFL, but he's suing Teflon Raj, Roger Goodell. So we'll get into some of that juiciness coming up and what it may or may not mean uh for the wfts as well it's uh saturday morning scott jackson with you here on 106.7 the fan
0: i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me
1: some of the Washington football game stuff coming up facing Tom Brady tomorrow at FedEx Field in the 8 o'clock hour. Get to the big day for the Terps, big opportunity. I know you've heard this one before, uh, a chance to beat a real team in the Big Ten. Will it happen? Eh, probably not, but we'll talk about it anyway with our buddy Patrick Stevens, the Washington Post, in the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. It's... Usually what happens when they play ranked teams in the Big Ten, they usually get embarrassed, but we'll see. Uh, so we'll get to that with Patrick coming up, uh, and then obviously some of the bigger questions in college football. I mean, sure feels like this is the end for uh, Virginia Tech's Justin Fuente, and um, the way things are going there. Uh, he kind of limps down the finish line of um, a very disappointing season for the Hokies, so we'll, we'll get into that. Also, Virginia. Today, with a big one uh, against Notre Dame, who does not lose uh, to ACC opponents. So, uh, we'll deal with all that uh, coming up. It's actually tonight in Charlottesville. So, uh, we'll get all that with Patrick uh, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Also, our buddy Chase Hughes as uh, the Wizards keep winning tonight. They'll have to do without Bradley Beal, who is uh, taking a bereavement leave. Uh, his grandmother passed away. Condolences to the Beale family. Um, And you know, look, this team's played well at times this year without parts. Uh, They've won without Bradley. See if they can do it again. Spencer Dinwiddie and some others will have to step up. In a a lot of fun to watch in this year. So we'll get into all that with Bradley, or with, um, excuse me, with Bradley with that chase coming up uh, in the nine o'clock hour. All right. So uh, John Gruden, I was um, doing some other radio work last night when the story broke, and it's, yeah, I went through some of it. He's um, suing the NFL. In the document, it um, doesn't really give an amount that he's looking for, but it's a 21-page lawsuit. Uh, it was filed actually Thursday, but it you know, came to light yesterday. Uh, he is saying that basically um, the NFL has taken away, obviously, not only his ability to work as a coach in the league, even though he, you know, quote, resigned. He was forced to resign. Let's not get that twisted. And he also says that he lost endorsement deals. Uh, that were coming up, one of which was with Skechers. Uh, the other was with Madden, uh, the Madden video game. He was taken off of it, erased from it, uh, for the 2022 season. And, you know, his whole question is like, <laughs> and I think it's a fair one, whether, you know, look, what he had, he did in the emails, yeah, shame on him. And, you know, probably, again, as we've discussed, not too far uh, from what some of these uh, other folks in the NFL believe, right? However... That all being said, um, why him? Why why his emails? All these six hundred and fifty thousand documents. Why John Gruden? I've said this from day one because he went after the commish. It's plain and simple. The commish has got thin skin. That's why. That's why it happened. And you know he's contending that this was used as a distraction to get away from the Washington football thing. Now, this might be a little flawed because at the time, this thing, like the embers were slowly crackling in your fireplace to being out, right? Like this, all this has done is enhance the flames and actually brought the heat back on Washington. That's why I was one of these people when they were saying, well, you know, it leaked this, it was uh, the, the Washington football team, you know, it was um, Dan Snyder's doing to make Bruce Allen look bad. And I'm like, eh, I don't think so. He, a, he doesn't need to make Bruce Allen look bad, no, number one. Number two... Everybody had kind of moved on, you know, I mean, in terms of the coverage of it. Right. And that's not, obviously I don't, I don't want to be insensitive. here. It's not, people have moved on There's people are very angry, as they should be, that were involved in this situation. that would like to see a little bit more to it, at least see a unveiling of what was found in this lengthy investigation for Beth Wilkinson and crew. So I get that but what i'm saying is in terms of the media coverage in terms of the oh yeah this is a big deal like would this have been even a topic at the nfl owners meetings uh the way it was unless of course john gruden had been fired over these leaked emails that were publicly leaked you know or publicly thrown out there clearly by the nfl so he says the leaked emails and he's suing goodell along with the league says it was publicly to sabotage his career they said through a malicious and orchestrated campaign, the NFL commissioner Roger Goodell sought to destroy the career and reputation of John Gruden, former head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Allegations entirely are meritless, according to Brian McCarthy. What else did Brian McCarthy say? I mean, Brian McCarthy, they could have video of the NFL like handing out documents to the media uh, about John Gruden and Brian McCarthy. God, oh, this, uh, this is meritless, and uh, we will vigorously defend it. <laughs> Bless you, Brian McCarthy, but you are a little bit like the dude uh you know back in the second Gulf War okay you're a little bit like that guy as the statue of Saddam Hussein's being pulled out Brian McCarthy be like no nothing to see here you know <laughs> the insurgents are on the run oh man he gets paid a lot though so good for him good for him just like Goodell look Goodell I mean we all made fun of Roger Goodell and he's a puppet we get it he's he's no so hard Goodell you know I mean and all this stuff but hey man you know like I guess the question is like what's the price you would sell out your dignity you know what is your price? And I'd say, you know, he's probably at a higher price than I would have been. I'd probably go a little lower. I, I wouldn't have to go $35 million or whatever the outrageous amount of money is this guy's pulling in a year. Well, that being said, here's what's going to happen. This is never going to see the courtroom. It really won't. It's not going to see the courtroom. I'm not a legal expert, and I'm not pretending to be one. Didn't have pre-law at Old Dominion. Not that I could have got in. The NFL does not want to be deposed. They don't want to have to make these emails public. They don't want to have to do any of this stuff. Um, they're gonna have to they're gonna settle this thing at some point. Once all the dust clears and all the quotes are out there and all the things are done and everybody's, you know, who's got their feelings tied up into this, and you know, names have been put in this, they're gonna they're gonna go to the side and they're gonna deal. They're gonna make a deal. And that's probably all John Gruden's lawyer wants and on John Gruden wants. I mean, he's embarrassed, his career's over, he's never coaching again unless it's the XFL colleges wouldn't touch him and his career's over and he knows it he's just trying to get one more payout and the NFL again doesn't want this in a courtroom the last thing they want in a courtroom because there could be a lot of other things that come out of this that is very uncomfortable for the league and they don't want to deal with it and the other owners don't want to deal with it um you know (laughs) this is just you know it's so funny, you know, back at the owners' meetings and these people are saying, Oh, they handled it perfectly. Uh, you know, the Washington football investigation was handled fine. We're we're okay with it. Yeah, sure you are. Again, a lot of these owners, most of them, have NDAs that were signed, payments that were made for other things in the office, and they don't want those unearthed. They don't want it unearthed. It's a bad precedent for them. And they don't want to screw with it. And that's why at the end of the day, if you were looking for some, you know. Bloodletting of what happened here—you're not going to get it now. The congressional thing's interesting, but the other part of me, you know, says to myself, they can't even get the, you know, the Capitol riot stuff in line. You know, they can't even finish that. Why the hell were they bringing the, you know, the the Washington football team, you know, in office? You know, stuff to the hill. If they can't even get that done, I mean, finish off something first before you move on to the next thing. But anyway, they might, and that, that might get more going here then this lawsuit from john gruden but i understand his play from his perspective and the lawyer's perspective and the nfl can talk tough all they want but they're going to write a check at some point i would imagine maybe not but i would imagine they'll probably write a check i mean here's the thing that i guess he takes a chance on right if there are worse emails he says that they were threatening to drop more emails on him if the raiders didn't fire him or if he didn't resign I i guess they could drop some more right They could leak out some more of these these emails if they wanted to, Uh, but I think that would be kind of foolish. Be shooting your, you know, cutting your nose off to spite your face, so to speak. All right, coming up, uh, we'll uh, get into a little bit of football. From the game standpoint, is there any reason for optimism tomorrow with Tom Brady? And yes, a beat up Buccaneers team. Uh, facing your Washington football team. That has a logo, finally, in the middle of the field. I saw a lot of pictures of that yesterday. People seem to be very excited about that. So we'll talk about that. Also, is this Taylor Heineke's last stand as the quarterback uh, of the football team if he does not post? And uh, we'll also talk about the NFL's addiction to the franchise quarterback and who we should be blaming for this. All that straight ahead. Scott Jackson with you here. Saturday morning, it's 106.7 fan.